0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Welcome back
1: to the Winning Plays Podcast with Brian Robb. I'm Rich Levine, and the Celtics' season is on the brink. Uh, Ugly game, four loss last night. Boston trails Miami 3-1 now in the conference finals. Uh, We've got a lot of talk about B-Rob. We've got Jason Tatum's first half no-show, Tyler Hero's superstar turn, all the turnovers, BAM's potential injury. Uh, but let's start in crunch time. B. Robbie wrote something great this morning, uh, Thursday morning, on uh, Boston Sports Journal. Uh, Celtics crunch time woes. It's uh, it's pretty ugly. So by NBA. NBA.com standards, clutch is defined as the last five minutes of a game in which the point differential is five or less. Correct. And give us a quick glimpse <laughs> of, what, <laughs> of, of, of what the Celtics have have delivered on in these playoffs. I
0: mean, I don't know if we want or, to
1: just. Or just the series. Let's keep it to the Eastern. The series.
0: It's so it's funny. This is a, an area this year for the Celtics where they've just been, for a really good team, they've been average in, like, clutch situations. And they've they've come up big um, in a few games, but they've also had their fair share of ugly, ugly collapses. And it's all come to a head this series. Um, they've been outscored by the Heat in crunch time by uh, 23 points combined in the four games. And I think their net rating over that span is uh, minus 59.6, which generally is not going to get things done. So (laughs) the offense has been terrible. Um, Tatum is one of nine. Smart is one of four with two turnovers. Jalen is one of three. Kemba's the only one who's made shots consistently in crunch time. I think he's four or seven. Um, But even the bigger issue has been just defensively. The Celtics have gotten no stops against the Heat in these, you know, big situations in the series so to me this is where you kind of start after game four because for as bad as they played in the first half they are right there in the fourth quarter just like they were in game two and one when they had leads late um and they just can't stop the Miami's offensive attack and that's why in a series where the Celtics have outplayed the heat on as a whole they're they're down 3-1 right now
1: so what do you think it comes down to? Well, another thing, actually, so nine baskets, nine crunch time baskets for the Celtics in the series, only three assists. And I know, you know, mm-hmm. granted crunch time is, no matter what team it is, it's going to come down to a little bit more of an individual game, but that's one thing to, to think about. But what does what it come down to? I mean, is this a team, because you look at, the, look at the other side, you know, obviously Hero is, is uh, a youngster, 20 years old, absolutely. <laughs> Have ridiculous. you heard that
0: in the series? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, A few times.
1: That's the, that's the new Jason Tatum is only 21. Tyler hero is only 20 years old. Um, But you know, you got Dragic, you got Jimmy Butler. Those are, those are grown men. They've, they've been around the block. They know how to close out a game. And when we talk about Jason Tatum as a superstar, we talk about uh, Jalen Brown as a star. They're just really coming into those identities. Is it, could it be as easy as Kimball Walker? He's been there, but those two guys, Is it could it be as easy as them still needing to learn how to close out again?
0: To a degree, but a lot of this has come against like a zone defense in these clutch situations and it hasn't gone well. Like there's there's been too much panic. I mean, I would give them more the benefit of the doubt if this wasn't the third Eastern Conference finals for Jalen Brown and the the second for Jason Tatum. Like they're young, but they but that was that, was, that that that's that's like two lifetimes ago, doesn't it feel that way? It does, but you got to learn like that. This is they have more playoff experience than um, not the majority of the NBA right now, but they they've gotten their reps in these spots where they shouldn't be. the The lack of cohesion, and I mean, maybe some of it does come down to in the first two games there wasn't an ideal you know lineup with Hayward not back yet um, to kind of to spread things around. And then now um, Miami made their adjustments in game four and, you know, had a a night where um, Hero was red hot. So you have that on top of Drogic and Jimmy Butler, and that's just a nightmare to defend if you're Boston against, no matter who you play. Um, So, I mean, I want to give credit to Miami. They have dominated in the clutch all postseason long, no matter who they've played, and that's where they are where they are. But I... At this point, it's more than just like a learning lesson for for Taylor Brown. You hope it's that, but there's is, this isn't their first rodeo.
1: True, and just uh, this isn't just crunch time, but just in the game in general. Uh, last night, Miami eighteen of thirty three on contested shots, fifty five percent basically on contested shots. It's, it's it's hard to beat a team if they're going to shoot like that.
0: No question. And the the concerning part, I think, is there were a lot of, I mean, there were. Marcus Smart was kind of front and center for a couple of the defensive blows down the stretch. I mean, Kemba got picked on all game by Hero. um, And that, you know, and, and just mismatches against bigger guys, like that's going to happen. But not only is Miami making their tough shots, they're getting some easy ones too, whether it's, you know, Hero cutting back door with a minute left on Smart and, you know, just getting a wide open layup out of that. Um, Hero beating Smart for, you know, offensive rebound when Smart didn't box out. And so little things like that where um, you combine, you know, that compounds the fact with Smart's issues offensively where he's still a little too front and center um, in the C's offensive attack late in games. And you have a recipe for the ugly numbers we've seen in the series in that, in those, that part of the game. Yeah, so I'm looking at I'm looking at those. And that, that story that you wrote for
1: Boston Sports Journal, you had a nice little a graphic that kind of breaks down each individual player during these. And this is for the series, yeah. So for, specifically for the conference finals. And you just see like in crunch time, Marcus Smart is minus 24. Yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I, Hashtag it, losing
0: it, place? Like what is
1: that? Yeah, right. We might have to change the name of the podcast. <laughs> but like, is there anything specifically? I know he's taking some he's taken some crazy shots. Is he is are these guys And and Matt Marcus is a man of the moment. He's a man of emotion is his emotion getting the best of him. And these, and someone said on Twitter last night, basically the Celtics are at a point where they're living and dying by Marcus Smart. And you can make an argument that that might be true. And you can also make the argument that that is not where you want to be um, as a conference finals team, as an NBA contender. When, uh, if, when that much is riding on Marcus Smart's hot hand or Marcus Smart's emotion and, I don't know. Like what are you seeing anything specific from him in these moments?
0: I mean, he's trying to do a little bit too, too, much trying to, this is his track record throughout his career. And this is why I was probably very hard on him early in his career is that he would, you know, kind of seek out the, the shots in these situations where there are better alternatives available and he hasn't done, you know, he's far from the only guilty party late. I mean, we've, we went over the numbers Tatum has missed eight of his nine shots in crunch time and, beyond Kemba no one's really shooting well in those stretches but um smart has not made good decisions against his own and he keeps taking the early threes in the shot clock where with 15 seconds left and on crucial possessions and that's on a night when you're you know two of 10 from the field that's just not winning basketball that's just yeah, we, we we've worth.
1: said this. Whether or not it goes in, that's a win. Spolster will take that.
0: Oh yeah. They're playing the percentages here and that's I mean, that may just part of the reason why they're going to zone so much late being like, "Hey, we don't trust the Celtics to make good decisions against this zone because whether it's smart is going to take a shot he shouldn't or the C's are just making dumb turnovers all game, unforced turnovers all game because they're, you know, rushing things against the zone." So, it's It's supposed to have seen enough now where it's like, okay, I'm just going to stay He made, I thought he made great adjustments in terms of uh, personnel. Just Kelly Olenek, Derek Jones, none. You guys have been bad in the series. You're not getting in the game. We're going to play Iguodala at the five. We're going to put him on the top of the zone, make life tough for the passing up top there, and we're going to take our chances. And it worked. And he, you know, Stevens didn't have – Iguodala was out there a lot, offensively and it still didn't hurt the Celtics because I mean didn't help the Celtics because everyone else in the heat was getting hot
1: right and it's and it's like one of those things like it's it's crazy like if, ta- if if hero doesn't turn into Jamal Murray uh for the entirety of that game maybe we're questioning some of these moves and you have a game like that from you know what's crazy we talk about uh plus minus and how this sort of a bullshit stat certainly when you're talking about one game you saw heroes plus minus last night right yeah it was a minus four Minus five. <laughs> Minus five. <laughs> how, is, how is that possible? I don't, know. I don't we might, know. We might need to throw out that stat altogether. But do, is it possible that we talk about Marcus maybe forcing some shots? Is he needing to do that? Is he Does he feel that burden because maybe some of his teammates aren't willing to take the shots? And I'm not saying that Tatum's not willing to take big shots because we've seen him take big shots. But that that travel he got called for uh, in crunch time last okay. night. On the heels of having a a pretty much a wide open three-pointer
0: yeah he's just again smart wants to make things happen and that is a good thing defensively generally but with his skill level offensively um it's not where the celtics want to be like in the eastern conference finals against a a smart defensive team like miami so but yeah i mean tatum he's clearly not confident in his you know what he wants to do against his own on a night-to-night basis, at this point, like, for what are as, you
1: seeing? What are you seeing there? That to, to, like, besides
0: just the the
1: raw numbers, are you seeing anything in particular?
0: Not really. Like, I mean, to be honest, I mean, they, they they talked about this in the broadcast. He looked like he was just like hurt in the first half, the way he was moving last night. Like the the energy level defensively was piss poor given the stakes, and that kind of translated to him offensively. But I mean, as far as there's not really a common threat here. It's just, there's just the, the consistency that you need in a game like that just was not, not there. And I don't know whether that's just getting reps against a zone more and more, or just a bigger picture, you know, just not have, like you said, it might just be a youth thing still finding, you know, your, your comfort zones against in situations like that. What, what do you, what do you see?
1: Yeah, I mean, because there are usually steps you have to take. We see this with teams, with, with, with young cores. I mean, for some reason, the uh, the old Thunder team are, are are standing out for me right now. That usually you get the different levels. And I know that the Celtics in this, the, the Jalen and Tatum got to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. But that that was certainly it was an aberration, but just felt like they were happy to be there, you know, even though that they were, they were up 3-2. Um, I think there was much more pressure this time to get there, to to win. Clearly they were the favorites going sure. into it. So I think it's, you know, it, there, there's a different pressure when you're just, okay, this, you're just playing with house money against LeBron versus, okay, now you are the favorites to make the, to make the NBA finals. And maybe that's part of the learning curve. Maybe that's part of what Jason Tatum needs to go through. Um, you know, the pain of, of coming up short when everyone expects you to, to win to kind of change that mindset because, you know, regardless of what was going on in that first half, And regardless of the fact that the Celtics ended up taking the lead in in the fourth quarter, right? So it takes a little bit of the stink off of Tatum's first half and clearly, you know, the 16 third quarter points and, and just the the second half performance in general take some of the stink off of it, but you cannot come out in a, almost a must win game and, and play the way he did in the first half. And, you know, there's all sorts of speculation over what was going on. It's hard to, to imagine that he was hurt with the way that he came out and played in the second half. Um, I heard, I, and it's crazy because you hear all all the rumors that are going around when when something like that happens. I had someone text me that he was hungover, <laughs> um, and said to me, that, and said that like they have a they have a a banana pack for him at halftime, which is like a potassium like sort of energy boost, so he'll be better in the second half. But he's hungover. I mean, and I'm not I'm, I'm not reporting that by any means, but like that's the kind of information that starts that that starts circulating when you have a guy who we we're saying is potentially a top ten player in the league play the way he did it wasn't even just the zero points right it was just the eye test even if he even if he if he got lucky and got a couple good bounces and had five six points in that first half it's just the overall vibe of what he brought to the table just wasn't there
0: yeah and it was I mean it wasn't as glaring with other guys but I mean Jalen Brown said it like they came out flat and they honestly probably should have been down by 15 or 20 points at halftime if uh, if Miami hitting their threes and punishing them like like they usually do for their mistakes, so it's. I, and mean, I think
1: I would say I think it's 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 fair. I don't know. I haven't heard too many people mention this, but you know what happened in uh, around the country, but what happened in Louisville before that game with the Breonna Taylor announcement, sure. and uh, there, there's no question that it was. It's not your typical game four of the Eastern Conference. I mean, clearly they're playing in a bubble or, and it's surrounded by a pandemic. But like, I, I can't think, I don't think we can discount, I don't know if the heavy hearts, the heavy minds that some of these guys are playing with. And I know both teams, you know, are playing in the same circumstances, but I, I do think that that can speak for a lot of, what we saw in general in the first half just the fact that it was one you know people were saying it was like a preseason game it was one of the the, the sloppier first halves of a uh, a conference finals especially a game a, a a series that's been played pretty well on both sides to this point i just don't think we can i it's worth mentioning you know what it must be like right now for these guys to be playing in the backdrop of what, what's going on in our country. And I don't want to just ignore it and be like, Oh, what's wrong with them? How, you know, how come they can't bring their best to the table? Because I think it'd be hard for anyone to do that, but still, uh, you know, if they're there to play basketball and, uh, you know, I don't think anyone's going to make that excuse, but I just want to mention it.
0: Yeah, no, it's a really, it's a good point by you. That shouldn't go unnoticed. like, it's, there's clearly so much in the world that's more obvious than ever. That's bigger than basketball. And that came to the forefront again, um, yesterday, before game four of that, um, you know, the horrific decision about uh, the lack of charges for Brianna Taylor's murder. Sure, it's, there's, yeah, you can't, there's no way of measuring just how much that impacts, you know, the guys, um, but it definitely can't be discounted, um, you know, in that kind of a situation. But I guess, so let's like turn the page here to game five. Three five, three, one. Um, Celtics and Heat are tied for the series in point reference differential, which is kind of perfect um, given yeah, right. what, in terms of how, you know, where the Celtics think they should be in this series. So what's, what's the game plan now? I mean, we've seen the Nuggets come back from 3-0 twice this postseason. doing it on a neutral floor. I think clearly helps based on, you know, not having to, to win uh, a game on the road to, to, to make that comeback happen. So, um, but what do you do? What, what, do you make any changes if you're Brad Stevens heading into game five um, or is it just simply guys, we know what we need to do. We just, you know, this is it. And now you're fine if you're going to respond or not.
1: Yeah. I think, I think you try to hold Tyler Hero to under 37 points. <laughs> I think that would, I think that's a big help. You hope that, that that Jason Tatum plays a little better in the first half, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, so here, here's, here's a question. Here's something that we know that the, that the Heat are going to do in game five. And that is, whether it's crunch time or whenever it is, they are going to attack Kemba Walker. Yes. Um, what do you do? How do you, how do you adjust around that? And is, I, you, don't, you don't take Kemba Walker out of the game, do you?
0: I mean, Brad Stevens did very briefly in game four for like he gave him an extra like two-minute rest before bringing him back into three minutes. Um I I honestly think it depends on how Kemba's looking and how it's a you have to take it, read the situation. Like do you have an is, is Tatum and Brown and, and Hayward in a group or not offensively? If they are, then yeah, maybe you 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 play smart, you play tice or Grant Williams at center and you you roll fat if Kemba doesn't have it going. But if those guys don't, I think you need you need Kemba out there for his for a scoring burst. And you just he for as much as he was picked on in that game, you know, throughout the game, he needs to be better. But in crunch time, like, they didn't go at him a ton. Like, a lot of the the plays they made were based off of, you know, curious decisions that the slowest had, whether it was doubling Jimmy Butler off a screen that just turned it into a, a wide-open Dragic 3 because of the four-on-three situation that unfolded afterwards or, or Smart getting beaten backdoor. Like, I mean, we've seen Brad Stevens ride or die with a point guard before um and with, <laughs> this, with disaster let's involved. not let's not go there no, we're not gonna go there like and but it is I mean it did the big picture thing like does you know does he is that loyalty gonna be there no matter what in throughout game five and it has been in the past I don't know whether it should be or not in this one
1: like you said, if the offense, if, 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 if cooking offensively, if, if the, if the Celtics are cooking around him offensively, then certainly that makes up for maybe for some of the defensive deficiencies like, so like, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. attack, attack Kemba uh, when you're on offense, but we're going to, we're going to get you back on the other side. Um, but yeah, if he's, if he's not the Kemba Walker that, that, that the Celtics need uh,
0: you know, Brad's got to make a decision, but here's Pardon another, here's, you an, here's take, another, do you take smart out. And move Tice back into like, is that your closing five or Grant?
1: Yeah, I mean Tice has not been Tice in this series. I he mean was, again, they're they're bringing him away from the rim. He's not he's not protecting the rim the way the way and that's by design, you know, by Miami. He's sort of in space, right? He's he's there. There's clearly you want him matched up with Bam, but just the way the way the Heat offense rolls, like. Tice doesn't really have an identity in this defense right now, which is why it brings me to my next point for a potential adjustment. Okay. So first quarter Celtics are down 15 to 10 game four. What happens at that point? You know what I'm going to say? Robert Williams comes in. Robert Williams comes into the game. The Celtics are down 15 to 10. They ultimately take the lead 25, 24 by the time time Lord comes out, it's 31, 28 again. So the heat took the lead back a little bit. Uh, Third quarter. Celtics are down 66 to 58. down eight points.
0: But oh, Time Lord
1: back. Time Lord comes in. When he comes out of the game, they're down one point. Have seen it over We've that? seen two things over and over. We've seen two things over and over. We've seen the Celtics play better when Robert Williams on the court. We've seen Brad Stevens been, be very reluctant to go with Robert Williams. Uh, which one of those is going to break?
0: It's hard to, I mean, maybe last night is the the straw that breaks the camo back in terms of Stevens figuring, you know, realizing that, you know, he needs to stick with the hot hand a little bit more in the series, like, or not even the hot hand, just the the guy that's bringing energy and, and bringing something that the Celtics have been lacking out there. Um, But it's clear that Stevens doesn't trust Rob Williams yet for in big situations. And it's, it's, I understand it. Um, but in a game like that, when you're lacking energy, um, pretty much throughout, um, and Tice is not himself, then I think based on how Williams looked, I thought Williams looked pretty good defensively, um, comparatively. Um, it's, it's never going to be perfect with him, but he was bringing energy on the glass. He was, you know, rotations were solid. Um, and it's, I don't know. I mean, it's weird that him and Grant Williams, I mean, Grant Williams barely even played, got on the floor in that game, so. 45 seconds. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's its a really tough call for you're Brad, um, but I do think in game four that that's a, you could have used a little more run from Time Lord to see, you know, to catch lightning in a bottle like, you know, that he did to a, a far higher degree with, you know, in here with Hero just in the series period.
1: Yeah, and it's 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 funny because I'm just gonna I'm talking about what they need for game for game five, and I want to say you need Jason Tatum to be the best player on the floor, but you see, you know, 28 points,
0: you know, all in the second half, obviously. But on six the last like 19 minutes of the game, he went scoreless till like seven minutes in the third quarter.
1: Yeah, so clearly he's not injured. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean that's pretty say that. damn impressive to do that. Um, if you're healthy much less if you're injured so it's clearly something if if he is beaten up like it's something that he can overcome is that what that performance that type of run tells you
1: yeah so what do you think what uh, another adjustment what do you do with Tyler Tyler hero
0: yeah I think that has to be kind of priority number one because he's been a quiet assassin all series long he didn't he had the the huge outbreak here but he Get close to a triple double in one of the first couple of games, and it's just been a thorn in the seaside um, continuously in this series. So do you do you bring Smart off the bench and throw Gordon back in with the starters so Smart can, you know, be matched up more of Hero in that situation? Is like Drogic has been good, but not, you know, was good last night, but still not great. I think if you take away his left hand in the pick and roll you're going to probably be okay as long as he doesn't have, you know, have it going incredibly like he did in the first couple games. So I think it might be um, Gordon. I th- was fine. He missed a couple of bunnies last night, but um, you know, I, I, you don't want him ch- chasing around here necessarily uh, when smart is the better man for that job. So um, I think you might have to adapt more here um, and maybe adjust your rotation accordingly.
1: Yeah, I'm just – it's – Jimmy Butler is the fourth leading scorer for Miami in this series. Yeah. What is he That's in shots scary. Attempts?
0: What's that? Is he ranked fourth in shots too?
1: Uh, third, slightly okay. ahead of – he's got five more than Bam. Dragic has 69 shots, uh, Hero 61, Butler 58, Bam 53. Um, 42 shots for Jay Crowder. How many are three-point attempts? go 50 <laughs> 50 out of 42 that's correct 36 oh, 50, out of 30. 40. I thought you said 50, 52 <laughs> <laughs>
0: 50. yeah that would be I, I, would, I would that's it would an acceptable <laughs> guess that's a, yeah that's, that's that. I stand by that guess um, um but, but yeah, he, he got I mean, he, he got benched last night. he's come back down to earth but it didn't matter because they just went you know they threw Iguodala in there for him for his defense um and that ended up being the the strong play
1: yeah, and again, we we saw. I mean, Kelly Olynyk was not. I don't think he's built for this series. I don't think he's built for this stage of of NBA basketball. So it's just the physicality of the of the game is is too much for him. I, I think when it gets to the to the conference finals, I'll say this: he'll probably have twenty points to, to close out uh, the series next game. But you see, you see, Spoelstra making those bold um, adjustments. I'm not saying that 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 Brad isn't bold enough to make moves like that, but uh, he might have to do something because it's, it's just it, whether it's to start the game, to end the game, something is not right right now with this team, or maybe it's because it, we can still say talent-wise, the Celtics are the more talented team. I don't, think, I don't think there's any argument, but who is a better team? There's also no argument right now that he yeah. are the better team.
0: There's no question. And I mean, you go back, the Celtics are now three and six in their last nine games going back to game three of the Raptors series. Um, That's a good one. So uh, again, and how many of those games should they have won? Two, three um, that they lost. So, I mean, that doesn't matter. Like this is you, they've eliminated their margin for error with um, their execution in late game situations, but um, it's gonna, uh, to me, it's just attacking and, effort is where you start in game five Um, you have to get after their zone you missed they missed a lot of good shots but they also didn't attack they didn't get to the rim nearly as much Um, they didn't find the you know the soft spots against the zone nearly as much as they did in um, in game three and the whether it's Tatum whether it's boxing out whether it's mixing you know miscommunications on switches I know it's all hard but there's still far too many mistakes in those areas of the game um, for the seas to, to get by at this point. And so um, you have to really put together a more complete effort right now and you're running out of time to do it.
1: Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that uh, we talked about, about hero maybe moving Marcus smart to the bench. And I, I, I like that. I do. I, you know, I, I, th- I think that that it's, because first of all, it's something that Miami hasn't seen yet really this series, right. It's just, it just shakes things, things up a little bit. Right. Um, and then if you want to go to time, Lord, we don't know if, if Brad's going to do that, but that Marcus smart, Robert Williams combo coming off the bench and the times this year when they were both healthy and, and were both in that, in that position to play. Certainly earlier in the bubble, I think it was great to see. I mean, it, that was a, just something about the energy that both those guys bring when they're out there together, especially coming off the bench in those roles. I just think that that's the sort of thing that could, that could change. All you got to do is get one game, forget about changing the tone of the entire series. Um, That's just something that you can steal a game with.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is, this isn't like a huge dramatic. I mean, this is what the the lineup you used all year. This is what you relied on all season long that when you were healthy. So um, you can just, and also, I think, sends the message to Smart being like, hey, we're doing this because we need to stop Hero. And you're the only guy that can like, adequately do that. So this is not you know, a demotion. This is saying like, this is just the best way for us to win. And on top of that, I think you maybe get Gordon going a little more earlier. And you're going to need him against this team, against this zone, to get into a groove there. And I think that comes easier when he's out there with the starter. So a little less attention gets paid to him. And you have Duncan Robinson out there to attack more uh, for him, which I think will help too.
1: Yeah. And I guess, you know, we, 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 could talk about this. We talk about how do you start the game just to bring this, this conversation full circle. Ultimately the cells are going to have to close out a game, forget closing out the series. They have to close out a game. And you know, the, the, the best five, we didn't really get a chance to talk about that too much, but um, not a great uh, performance in game four by the by the best five what were, what were the numbers on that
0: yeah i didn't bring up the exact i mean it was they weren't good they were definitely <laughs> outscored i mean i can pull it up in the box score in about five seconds here but because
1: i mean that's where i mean that's where they really start attacking combo right
0: yeah i mean that's where i they're, they're honestly their bigger issue with the best five um was also bam just beating up on Jalen Brown down low um, for, for rebounds for second chances, which were killer on a couple of possessions in there. And that probably led Brad Stevens to go back to Tice a little bit to give Kemba a, a blow and um, also to, to combat that. But it's, you know, defensively they played 21 minutes in the regular season and their, their defensive rating was pretty, um, I think like a hunt, like 120 points allowed per, 100 minutes um, not great. Um, per 100 possessions, excuse me. So that's just not, you know, it's not going to get the job done. That was always going to be a weak point. You, you go to that lineup because you want to win with offense, not because you want to win with defense. Right. Um, it's a lesson, and they, they weren't able to do that. They weren't able to keep pace, and that is, I want to say they got outscored by at least um, 170 defensive rating. Wow. In five minutes but <laughs> um the offensive rating was 180 um
1: okay so, so I mean, you were t-
0: but that that so i think that they played it a couple minutes too in the end of the first half is where it helped them there but they couldn't get the stops in crunch time with that group they i think the heat scored on four straight possessions against them in the final three minutes and that was the game that's when they went up by nine uh with uh, just under a minute left, which was effectively the game, even though the seeds kind of put a scare to them late. Man, that that wide open drag three was just demoralizing. Yeah, and that was, I guess, that one you kind of put on Brad Stevens because they doubled Butler, and that was clearly of the plan. And Butler is just like, okay, I'm going to make the right pass to Adebayo, and I have a four on three, and then that he just executed. Iguodala cut um so smart had to help from that to the corner and then um Drogic was right there Jalen didn't close out but and smart kind of got mad at him for that um it looked like if you watch like
1: like mid mid play
0: yeah like mid play but it's also like (laughs) at the same time I don't want to give like no smart like Jalen is probably dead tired and he wouldn't have gotten even close to contesting that anyway because that happened so quickly. Like Adebayo made the pass, and then Iguodala did a touch pass out, so it was like less than a second. So, yeah, Drogic had a wide, wide open three as opposed to a, just the wide open three with without Brown switching out there. So, I mean, Brown's made plenty of defensive miscues in that series, but that wasn't one of them. That was just, up, you know, this, the Heat having the perfect answer for the Southerners double team.
1: By the way, uh, earlier you guessed that Heroes uh, plus minus was minus four, and I said it was minus five. You're right; it actually was. Oh, minus four. Um, I, take it, <laughs> I, I take it all back. Um, it wasn't that bad. But um, yeah, the I- Iguodala, thats that's interesting because I-, I feel like he's the one guy in those situations that you maybe want to sh- no, let shoot.
0: Oh, yeah, hundred percent. He's the
1: one guy you're gonna you're, if you're gonna double, it'd be doubling if you're gonna if you're gonna get, let someone get loose. If if you lose a series because Andre Iguodala – Goes on a three-point barrage. It's going to happen, right? And and he's the kind of guy that would do that, right? Unfortunately, but given the circumstances, that's that's how you got to play it. I think if they're if they're going to play him twenty-eight minutes, twenty-seven minutes,
0: no question. And so that's another, you know, that's that was the big adjustment in game four from the heat from a personnel standpoint. And you know, we'll we'll see the the, how the seas can better you know guard while, like you said, just leaving you know, daring Iguodala to beat them with, with threes, which is, I think a trade-off the C's should be, you know, there's no great, you know, options, but that's probably the best one they can pick right now um, defensively. But when he, when you do get into a four on three situation, that's not going to help because, you know, smart has to guard him when he's under the basket there. Like, cause you can't get the open dunk. So you, but you give up the open three instead.
1: Yeah, looking around, what what else? I mean, foul trouble is another thing. I mean, you always want to avoid that, but Jalen got into early foul trouble last game. That, you know, granted, he ends up playing a pretty damn good game, you know,
0: 21 points, nine rebounds, four turnovers, not great. Our turnovers uh, are bad for him. Like, he got – it was out of control, Jalen, a lot last night driving in. Um, that wasn't good. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Tatum and Smart's mistakes late, but um, it, it – he wasn't as you know, he needs to be better with his handle and just his decision-making um, in those spots. But like you said, he offensively, then, you know, can't argue with the efficiency he had going. So, um, and I thought he did a pretty good job defensively on Duncan Robinson too. Um, so that, that's encouraging from that standpoint.
1: Yeah. I mean, hero really, hero's performance really took away from the fact that that Duncan Robinson was a non-factor Yeah, I mean, somehow still plus two, but like didn't hit a three got to the foul line three times. Was, was, that on a, on a, was he fouled taking a 3 point? Yeah, he fouled taking
0: a three by Kemba. Um, yeah, I believe. But,
1: you know, 23 minutes, four fouls, so they were still attacking him.
0: Uh, just a total non-factor. I mean, him and Crowder went a combined of one of 14. Um, so yeah, for as bad as he played, from you know, one of 11 for three, like, yeah, the Celtics played bad. The Heat also got nothing from two of their starters. Um, and still, I mean, they got a... You know the best performance of Tyler Hero's life, but um, they needed it given how bad the the, the those guys in the starting lineup were.
1: So the Heat he shot twenty seven percent from three, and that's with Hero hitting five of ten.
0: Right, that might not happen again. That's the thing. Like the Heat, the Heat have not played their best game yet either. <laughs> so that might that might be a game. Like Game Five might just be a. It could go I. I expect the Celtics to put up a really good fight, but it could simply be if the Heat are shooting the lights out one night, then it could be, it might not matter. Um, With that said, the Celtics have done a pretty good job defensively staying with guys outside of Hero at the three-point line in this series. So it might just be, you know, giving Hero that same level of respect or giving, you know, Drogic and Duncan Robinson these games um, because they that clearly did not happen until it was too late.
1: Okay, so uh, is there a game six?
0: Yeah, it was a game six, but the Celtics just want to leave the bu- get out of the bubble. I mean, you can't discount that entirely, um, <laughs> but I do think there's a game six. I'm not sure if there's um, a game seven, um, but I do think that given how the Celtics have responded to like kind of pitiful efforts like we saw in game four in the postseason, like the the fact that they've had them is is not good, but they have come back with. Some good fight afterwards. So, adjust. There are a couple more adjustments that can be made, um, and yeah, we'll see if um, if they're up to the task here.
1: Checking the uh, before we go, I'm going to check the series series price on BetOnline.ag real quick. Any guesses? Have you have you looked?
0: I thought I saw someone tweet it like plus three fifty, which seems like not that. Um, I would think it would be higher, but the subs are still getting a lot of respect from the general public in the series.
1: Yeah, so right now, this is betonline.ag, betonline.ag, so maybe it's different, different places. But right now, the Celtics are plus 320 to mm-hmm. win the series. Meanwhile, what do you think the Nuggets are? Talking about lack of respect or too much <laughs> respect.
0: So they're down 2-1? Yeah. Uh, like plus 600 or 700? Plus 700. That's wild.
1: So it's funny. I wonder if if, if the Lakers go up 3-1, I think then they got to flip, and the Nuggets the nugget should be minus 700. Yeah, <laughs> that's just what Betters they're just waiting to get. Get, get, get better value yeah exactly um yeah so the heat are minus 400 to win that i mean that's that's not a bet i would ever make right now minus 400 uh on the on the heat to win this i still i also don't know plus three plus 320 i don't know should we do it five, five thousand dollars yeah yeah no, to, that's, uh...
0: i i gotta look at those clutch numbers again first <laughs> They got, to, they got to blow them out in three games to, to feel good about that one.
1: Yes, I think I think that's really what it might come down to. Is that if the Celtics are going to win the title, they're just going to have to win every game by 15, 20 points.
0: <laughs> it's tough, but uh, that's their, their cleanest way to a win right now based on these late-game spots. So, um, All right, well, game, f- game five, Friday night. Uh, we'll be back with you guys over the weekend, win or lose, um, to see if there is a game six. And if not, we'll be um, putting a bow on a Celtics season that will be interesting to, to how I'll be curious to see how you define the season, Rich, after win or lose um, after game five, or if, or if the Celtics don't make it to the NBA Finals.
1: I'm just getting my asterisk ready for if the Lakers win.
0: <laughs> All right, Well, right, we'll check back on a new view on that this weekend. Um, in the meantime, hit us up at Winning Plays Pod. On Twitter, at Richard underscore Levine, at Brian T. Rob. Um, and we will touch base with you guys this weekend.